Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 92 of All Booked Up, the Buffalo and Erie County Public Libraries podcast about books, movies, and all things pop culture. I am your host, Michelle Snyder. And I am Jacob Maracle. And we are happy to be here today. Yeah, I actually managed to press a button correctly this time. You pressed the button correctly. You found the missing piece. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of, there's a lot of behind the scenes talk going on here. <laughs> Jacob, buddy, but is the, been... Jacob is the hero of podcasting today. Yeah, I well, wish you could you. get the recognition that you deserve yeah. all the time. I've been seeing it for years you know i'm tr- i'm a humble guy by nature <laughs> yeah, but i just want to exactly see. how i would just describe you if i could just get all the recognition <laughs> all the time that would be great you are so far from humble it is ridiculous i don't know what you're i'm just thinking about. back to last week with your perfect hair that you couldn't well although your hair looks nice today it looks accidentally messy but i'm sure you purposely that's, made it look that way that's exactly what i was going for so thank you very much hot See, damn it's look going at you for look at you i'm one lucky girl aren't <laughs> yeah, i <yeah>, totally humble <laughs> no. yeah. speaking of appearances um so obviously for a week i was thinking about your hair uh-huh. and then i was thinking about joker and joaquin's transformation and how just like gross these like yeah. skinny men look in these films where I'm just like, please, I don't want to count your ribs. Yeah, anytime you're walking around without a shirt on and it's like just disturbing to see. Super. And, you know, I was thinking about how, like, some actors really go method um, for their roles and then others kind of go to even grander extremes disappearing into a role like the gaining or losing, you know, of huge amounts of weight or disguising themselves under layers of prosthetic and makeup and things like that. So... I called my friend Jacob and we were like, why don't we pay homage to those famous celebrities who took their body transformations to the extreme and talk about them today? Yeah. And I answered the phone and I was like, first, who dis? And then once I realized, (laughs) I was like, oh, yeah, that's a great idea, Michelle. Let's do that. (laughs) I mean, you think about it, it takes probably a lot physically and mentally, I think, to portray some of these characters as authentically and accurately as possible when they don't look act or are anything like you oh that's that's a job i get why it's a job oh absolutely and then when you consider that like the guys we're going to be talking about guys and gals are known for doing like physical those very obvious transformations like it's not easy to just oh my god can you imagine like just dieting for months it's yeah i did it it was terrible but like like, no like the kind of not to this level mind weird or in some cases like having to gain such ex- like so much muscle in such a short amount of time that you just have this like excruciating regime where you work out like six hours a day in a gym. Yeah, and they make think you- about working out for like six hours a day. And you know what else you forget about when you do that kind of stuff is that if you're working out six hours a day, you have to eat like four thousand calories oh, a day just to just, keep your body moving. They both sound really terrible. Well, the weight loss sounds worse, but well, yeah, just trying to eat. Can you imagine eating four thousand calories? I feel sick just thinking about it. Like, I could I could maybe do it. Get some chocolate Pumpkin pie for breakfast. <laughs> pumpkin pie for dessert. I love pumpkin pie. This is my time of year. Yeah, I would say you're in your I'm glory really right trying now. to lose weight right now because I stepped on a scale and I had this really vicious shock, but it's pumpkin pie. I'm yeah, not gonna say no mean, to pumpkin pie. You picked pie. the wrong time of year to do it. Wow. Know, Who I starts know. dieting in November? <laughs> this is like the end of the people story. whose pants hurt when they sit. Those are the people. That they just, have no choice. That just means it's time to go to Marshalls. That's all that <laughs> is. Um, or it's just sweatpants time. Um, but.
But then, thinking of transformations, I watched the newest trailer to Bombshell. I assume you've seen it. Uh, is that, is that the Judy Garland movie? No, that's called Judy. Oh, no, it's the Fox News Roger Ailes oh, sexual um, assault yes. case. I do know that one. Holy cow. Okay, so we're going to talk about that, and we're going to get into all these people. So Bombshell stars um, Charlize Theron um, as Megyn Kelly, Ugh. and then Nicole Kidman is in it, and Margot Robbie, we've decided? Yeah, we'll go with Robbie. Which one do you like? Well, I like Robbie if I'm Margot trying to be um, so as Fox News workers, and th- it tells the story of women who claim that they were sexually harassed by um, Roger Ailes, who's played by John Lithgow, who is his own transformation in this trailer, if you haven't seen it. I have, I'm going to go check out this trailer. No, I haven't oh seen it. Oh, my God, I'm dying that you haven't seen it. Okay, okay. So Charlize Theron is playing Megyn Kelly, and they made her Megyn Kelly. Mm. Like, it is not Charlize's face at all. Okay, it's totally little... crazy. Um, they did about eight prosthetic pieces that are on her face for it, two of which basically cover her entire eyelids. Oh, ooh. No, you. Okay. Like, I cannot wait to show you this. After everybody, take a minute, Google it. I can't believe it's Charlize. The movie looks amazing. So I'm just going to start with her because this is just another one of her transformations. That, you know, she really throws herself into these roles. Like, she obviously wants to really be in the headspace and physical space of the character. And she's very good at doing it, too, as we're going to as we're gonna go I over. I mean, she's like, and, and it helps that she's an overall just great actor. Like oh, She's well. a fantastic performer. So I think the, the big one that everybody thinks of would be that she gained 30 pounds um, for the film Monster. Um, which was the movie that I think proved like she's more than just a pretty face. She was a talent. Which was a problem she had in early in her career. You of know, course. Considering she was like the Playboy Playmate of the Year was yeah. like how she became famous and then she was like a super big model. So coming into that, you know, she has that problem where everybody just looks at her and they're like, hey, you're just going to be the pretty arm piece. Like, we're not going to take you seriously oh, yeah. as an actress. Oh, yeah, and then she played Eileen Wernos, the real-life serial killer, and it really showed how committed she was to the role and I think just her whole position in Hollywood. She had lots of prosthetics on as well, and that was another one where you were like, who is that? Yeah, that it, cannot be her. It's like, I know what Charlize Theron looks like, and that's <laughs> that's not, not who her. that is. Yeah, she said her diet at that point mostly consisted of donuts and potato chips sounds, because she needed 30 pounds to look more like her. Sounds pretty great, actually. Yeah. Mind since what eating some Uts, reading my script. Sounds okay to me. It wasn't the first time that she actually did weird dieting things for a role because before that she had played a dying woman in the film Sweet November, which I don't think was a big movie but she's super extra thin in that um she did say though that the getting fat to play eileen wasn't it wasn't the goal to like be fat it was more about the lifestyle so she was trying to put on like that letting herself go so that she could kind of get to the headspace of eileen was you know what i mean Mm -hmm. because yeah that makes sense to me and then she had to lose all that weight, obviously, for every other role that she's played since that point. She's pretty, been extremely thin and fit. Pretty much, yeah. It's like you have to be you have to be back to what everybody's expecting and then And then in the last few years, she gained fifty pounds to play an exhausted mother in that film Tully. Oh, that's right, I forgot about that movie. Yeah. Fifty pounds, and that's coming off of Atomic Blonde and such, where she had to yeah. lose and get in shape because she had to do all those um, action roles. I mean, it's crazy. It took her a year and a half to lose the Tully weight. Really? Yeah. Wow. I mean, it just gets harder and harder. No, I was gonna say she's getting older now, so I can imagine it was probably not easy to do. But oof. yeah, like, can you imagine having to just 
Ugh. And your whole no, I want to lose like twenty look. pounds, and I can't do it because I want to eat pumpkin pie. <laughs> so yes, like I, I see that it's very difficult. Just, Much respect. You're just gonna have to get like the tofu uh, pumpkin pie this year. You are a, you are the true monster here. You should have started that film. How dare you say something like that? I like I, this is the indignation that's in your eyes right that's now. Looking just at me with disgusting. That one. Why don't you pick? A performer who really transforms themselves. Okay, so I know there's a lot of big um, body changes that have gone on this year, but I'd be remiss if I didn't at least bring up the most dramatic one that everybody's noticed. And of course, I'm talking about Sonic the Hedgehog. I don't know (laughs) if you want to talk about a big change. That first trailer came out, he was looking a little gaunt, a little weird. He had these little beady teeth going on. The human teeth were pretty bad. I don't even care about Sonic at all. And then they switched it up and oh, he looks great in all his glory. I'm going to go see that movie now because it looks pretty awesome. Of course you are. And then you're probably going to talk about it one day and torture these poor listeners with hearing about the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. It's going to be the Sonic the Hedgehog and wrestling podcast week. That's going to be a good one. But no, the real one I want to talk about, of course, is the the king of the Hollywood transformation moment is Christian Bale. Sure is. Oh, this guy. This guy like, where do you crazy. even start? First of all, he had that big change between uh, Empire of the Sun and Newsies, you know, turning into an adult. That was a pretty oh, big come, switch. Come up. on. Thank you. Thank you. I'll be here all day. Um, but I think like, the one that everybody really started to take notice um, was it really the first breakout movie was American Psycho because everybody machinist well that will get to machinist and everything but like oh, American right. Psycho he was known you know in news he was in shape but you know yeah Christian American Bale. Psycho he's pretty buff yeah but he gets his body fat down to like five six percent he's like looking all kinds of ripped it for can't that movie get that low. <laughs> you trust me you're gonna hear about one later that's even worse I don't than understand. that um, but that was the first one but then you know he got his big break when he um, stars as Bruce Wayne and Batman and Batman Begins, put on a bunch of weight to, uh, you know, buff up for that one. And then, you know, he has The Machinist coming right off that. Or I forget which direction The was. Machinist was before okay. So, Batman. yeah, he had lose all that weight, get down to, like, that gaunt, gross-looking. Yeah, no, like, serious weight. Like, what did he lose? It had to be, like, 40, 50 pounds at least. Cause it I know is. He was on that a movie is repulsive. I can't even watch it because his body is so disgusting. I mean, yeah, it's just... Oh, you thought Joaquin Phoenix was bad in Joker. If you have not seen Machinist people, it yeah, is. Yeah, he's like 15 pounds lighter than that, maybe 20. I guess he's it... even thinner than when Michael Fassbender did Hunger. Mm-hmm. His body's disgusting, but Christian Bale and Machinist. Yeah, he was on a full apple diet. Like, that is the only thing he was eating. Oh, and, yeah. And here's the thing about apples they have no nutritional value in them whatsoever. So, is if that you're true? Just, yeah, they were empty calories completely. It's mostly water. So yeah, like, he said he would either eating, eat. One apple a day or one can of tuna a day? Yeah, so that's like 40 calories a day. No, I couldn't even imagine. It's like you'd just be losing your mind. All you'd be thinking about is food all the time. I'm surprised he could even, like, do the role. Well, it definitely bled into his performance. Yeah. Because he was looking... Looking pretty maniacal in that movie. I wonder how much weight he had to gain for Batman then. Well, then he, he was buff in the first one. The f- and he was a little overweight for the first movie. He had to gain 60 pounds right wow. off of Machinist to get into Batman. And that's not just fat. That is like you had to do Muscle, some working out. of course. So just it begins with that one. But then you have some other roles that he was jumping in because he had to do Dark Knight and American Hustle back to back as well. Oh, and American Hustle. And American, yeah, he was another like we had to gain oh, a bunch wait, of weight. Oh, that's American Hustle. He gained a bunch of weight. He like shaved his hairline back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the whole like um, balding look for the Agon. I had read a thing that I think he met Robert De Niro on that. Was he in that? Or he, no. I know he met him on that set. And Robert Jr. was like, oh, okay, like, nice to meet you. And they and like he walked away, and Robert Jr. was like, so who was that? And the director was like, that's Christian Bale. And he was like, what? 
He's like, I didn't even recognize him. He's like, and I had to go back and like reintroduce myself. He's like, because I had no idea who he was. He's like, yeah, can you imagine like you're having this whole discussion with Robert De Niro? I wonder how Christian Bale felt about that. At what point? He's like, he was oh, like, he didn't care about who yeah, I was at all. He totally doesn't know who I am. Um, but yeah, between those ones, and he's still doing it to this day. Because if you look at the Ford versus Ferrari one, and coming off of Vice, which was about two years ago, we had to gain another fifty pounds. Can we please talk about Vice more? Well, by all means, you want to take the lead on that one. I mean, I just. His, I, I'm like, I'm dumbfounded by his appearance in Vice. Looked, I cannot handle that that was Christian Bale. He looked exactly like uh He looked so much Dick like Dick Cheney. Cheney, but he's Christian Bale, and he's young, and he's beautiful, and he's fit, but he's not because now he's Dick Cheney. That was unbelievable. Yeah. Craziest one yet. And, you know, he was excellent in the movie. But, yeah, when you, like, I always have, a like, as we talked in one of our previous episodes, I love when actors are able to actually look like, when they're doing, like, biopics, when they can actually look like look the person like that the they're person. supposed to be. Well, then you're going to, you're going to, like, bombshell. Oh, well, that's I mean, good. Gary Oldman looked really great in Darkest Hour as Winston Churchill. I feel like it was a similar kind of weight gain prosthetic thing. But Christian Bale is Dick Cheney. If you haven't seen Vice, <laughs> please... It's worth it just to like stare at him and try to like let your brain figure out what it's looking at. And the other one that he was in that I think people forget about, but it does have kind of a big place in here is uh, Rescue Dawn. Do you remember that movie? Where I he do. Plays the uh, Vietnam POW. Yeah. Not only did he have to lose uh, 55 pounds for that oh my, role, that is so much weight, you guys. <laughs> like, and, and this was movie was filmed in sequence, so during as they're filming it, he is losing the weight oh. like on camera in order to go along with that. Uh, Jeremy Davies, who's also in this movie, um, lost 33 pounds and looks completely gross in this movie. Even my least favorite actor in the world, Steve Zahn, lost 40 <laughs> pounds while filming this movie. Wow. Director Werner Herzog lost 30 in like just because he felt bad for the actor. So, so he's, he's like, like I'm, I'm gonna... not going to sit here and eat steak while they're eating I, apples. By the way, could you imagine if Werner Herzog is trying to tell you you have to lose weight? Like, I'd be so scared. I would do whatever Werner told me to do. I'd be like, just don't hurt me, please. Also, the crazy thing I think about Christian Bale is that, sadly, all of these movies, like the thin movies, are never back-to-back. It is like thin movie, have to be buff for Batman. Then it was like thin movie, then it was like Batman 2. Then it's like the fighter. Remember in the fighter? I would say we forgot the fighter. Drug addict lost all that weight. And then there was, like, another Batman movie. This poor dude's heart is going to explode. Like, I worry about Christian Bale's life expectancy. You, As you should, because you're just uh, – that and the stress you hear, like, when you, from that Terminator rant. Like, this guy's under a lot of pressure. <laughs> he does not need all this – He's so cute, though. He is. He I'm is actually going to see um, Ford versus Ferrari Are today. You? Oh, well, you have fun with that. Thank you. I will not be attending that movie. No, why? It looks no, good. No, I think it looks pretty generic. I'll wait till the DVD. I don't know. I mean, sometimes those generic ones, like when Rush came out with Chris Hemsworth. Oh, you just wanted to see the some uh, buns. I literally went to the cheap movies at a time, and we were like, this is what's playing. Let's buy tickets. And I loved it. Oh, It was okay. really good. So sometimes I think those movies are shocking. And I, I mean, I really, Christian Bale, Matt Damon, I feel okay about it. Okay, well, I can't argue that, I suppose. Yeah, it's going to be coming up for award season. You're going to have to see it either way. So. I have a lot of stuff to see. <laughs> be very busy. But yeah, Christian Bale, I mean, I think that was it, right? We've made yeah, most pretty of much his it. transformation It only movies. took 25 minutes to get yeah, to Christian seriously. Bale, but we did it. That guy's crazy. Um, okay, so another person, very well-loved, not as many transformations, but they were still impressive, would be Jake Gyllenhaal. 
Oh, man, yeah, Gyllenhaal. I oh. forgot about him. Yeah, so he dropped 30 pounds for the movie Nightcrawler. I just watched that, like, last week. It's so good. It is so good. He is so creepy in that movie. He is truly super, super creepy. So to do this, he ran 15 miles a day what? just by going from his house to the set. What? Like, so that was, like, his no, exercise. So no thank you on that. In the film, he plays Lou Bloom, who is a, a wide-eyed paparazzo who stalks the moonlit streets of LA um, in search of sort of sordid and shocking news. Um, and he wanted to look as gaunt, you know. Well, yeah, and looking like As skeleton. his on-screen alter ego, yeah. So it meant um, subsisting on a diet of kale salad oh, and then just chewing gum while filming. That oh, was it. Dude, I, how are you even alive? Like, how, how Well, he said, he said that the diet with the running took a toll on his body and like his mind as well as his personal life because, and these are quotes from him, he said, the running thing, you're pretty hungry because you're not eating a lot of food and then you're lonely because you're not meeting your friends for dinner and people are like, hey, you wanna go to dinner after work? And he's like, I'm shooting at night. And they're like, okay, you wanna go to lunch? And he's like, I can't, I can't eat food. He's like, so I'm just gonna run. <laughs> so he was pretty bummed uh, about geez, it. that sounds familiar. I know <laughs> all about that little thing. I'm with you, Jake. Yeah, you're really hey, here with Jacob. Hey, we're both named Jake. Oh boy, look at you. Oh, just just a, look at that realization. Oh. We're gonna be the two Jakes. We're doing that Chinatown sequel. If only there were fireworks. Um, and then for the film Southpaw, um, he gained 15 pounds of muscle. And he, you could, it showed. Holy moly. So not just fat people. This is not like, oh, I could gain 15 pounds eating. This is pure muscle to play a middleweight boxer by working out six hours a day, six days a week for six months. Right. And he got, he was in fighter shape. Like, I'm a boxing fan. And, like, as you're looking at his body and stuff, you're like, yeah, that guy looks oh, like a middleweight. Oh, he did it. He worked out at the Las Vegas gym of Floyd uh, Mayweather. Yep, that'll do it. So he did have, was, yeah, not to mention he has got a Mayweather body in that movie. So. Yes. I mean, he was learning, like, the proper ways. But that's crazy. So much effort. I mean, we're all, like, celebrities definitely get paid way too much. I think we can sure. all agree on that. These numbers are crazy. It's not to scale. But, but every now and then when I'm like out at dinner with friends and eating and then I'll be like, I feel like Emma Stone has never eaten this meal. Like she can never do it. Like they can never just kind of let themselves go. It's like very purposeful. And that seems really hard. It, I don't want to gain 15 pounds of muscle and then I don't want to lose 50 pounds. It reminds me of like what It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia did the last like couple of years. Oh, with Rob. yeah. That's I kind funny. of forgot about him. But yeah, like the whole thing that he was doing was they like show that, yeah, you can get into ridiculous like cut shape after being this uh, super fat. It's like if, if you have trainers and gyms and it's your job. And yeah. So the whole <laughs> yeah. point is like, yeah, it's possible. But don't don't actually try to get this body, everybody. It's I love that he wanted everyone it. to get fat. And they were like, no, yeah. so he just got fat. <laughs> like, that's a great idea for you. Rob, yeah, we're, we're not. We're not going to be doing that. Oh, who else do we have? Uh, OK, so next we have to go uh, with your favorite actor out in Hollywood. We're going to go with your boy, Tom Hardy. Oh, God, I do love Tom Hardy. So this dude, he popped onto the scene. You know, he was showing up in, like, you know, like little romantic roles. or he's, I remember those. I bet uh, he did some Irish films. I yeah, I definitely that. remember he was in some period clothing. I remember definitely in my mm -hmm. memory I saw that. But then he really popped onto the scene when he played in the uh, movie Bronson. Did you ever see that I movie? I just don't want to because I feel like I'm going to hate it. Really? I do. Well, it's a pretty good movie. It's about it? Britain's most dangerous criminal. I know. Criminal. I don't know. I've read things about it. It seems like it's a terrible movie, but you're saying it's not. Well, which... it's, a, it's a Tom Hardy um, 
Yeah, I know, really. For you, it's kind of like either or on that one. Grain of salt. But it's basically just a, a Tom Party's performance in this movie is like the heart of it. I feel he like you to, just called him Tom Party, and I'm super into it. <laughs> keep going with that. <laughs> keep, that's his future name. <laughs> so he had to put on 40 pounds in five weeks. Holy to, moly. Yes, yeah, so five weeks to put on 40 that pounds. That is so bad for your body. And it is not just oh. like... Fat weight. This is like brawler muscle weight. He's enormous in that movie. Yeah, and he was not that. So five weeks, 40 pounds. He had to eat so many calories and work out at the gym at the same time. And this is- uh, He's just like eating a pizza and like lifting weights at the same time. And this is Tom Hardy we're talking about here. So I'm sure there's like a lot of cigarettes and whiskey mixed in there (laughs) during his workout. Um, But it definitely showed. Um, So not the only time he's done that either. He also had to add another 30 pounds of muscle when he was playing Bane in uh, The Dark Knight Rises, home of the greatest voice in action. Yeah, but think between Bronson and Bane, he got back down to small, to regular man size. Yeah, because he started, he was in Inception. He was back down to his like normal body size. But then he got a little big for what was that movie where he fights? That was about to get to that one. He oh, went from what? 162 pounds to 185 for the movie Warrior. And again, this is like a Jake Gyllenhaal transformation. Yeah, he's super buff. Yeah, because it's an underrated movie. It is. Nobody ever really talks they about it. They don't, and it was really quite good. <laughs> but he had to put like MMA weight. So now he asked another guy that has to switch his body to looking like a fighter. And then going off of that, he had to star in Fury Road where he had to take 30 pounds off because. It doesn't make any sense if you're like this 170-pound muscle-bound guy in the wasteland. Sure. So, and then with that movie, as we've all seen, that's a pretty physical, stunt-heavy movie. So, he's trying to lose 30 pounds, and then he's on set all day running around and getting thrown off of stuff. So, it's so... uh, I mean... Tom it's Hardy. a lot of work. I do think it's weird. Are you not going to take this opportunity to do what I know you want to do? Well, we're going to keep everybody uh, in suspense. That'll be coming up later, maybe. But, yeah. But, yeah, it's just... <sighs> Tom Hardy's one of those actors that I really did not like at first because, as we all know, with the vocal inflections, he always has that Tom Hardy voice. You know, that little broge, little... That's like that's basically what he does. I mean, in Peaky Blinders, I don't know anything well, that that's, he says. That was my Peaky he, Blinders That is like subtitles required. In Taboo, he does that same like dirty English voice that he does. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of like his vocal range is kind of like the main majority. Of what Did you see with. that movie with James Gandolfini and him and they're kind of mob related? Oh, yeah. We and did. he has oh. like a dog. Oh, my God. What yes. movie was that? Oh, I don't remember the name of it, but I remember he was doing a terrible British or Boston accent. Yeah, but movie. it was like higher, too. It was like a very weird he Tom Hardy. What are we doing there with the yeah, cow? Yeah, <laughs> that one was You weird. know, you're messing with my brother, and I, I don't appreciate <laughs> I didn't mind that movie, Wow, though. that was dead on for that movie. I think my Bane <laughs> impression is good. Whatever that movie come is, on, Tom Hardy Come on, come on, just do it. Give nah, me Bane. Built, built up too much. I'm not oh, doing it for you. Oh, man. Um, you're but, a letdown. But Tom Hardy, that is the... That's another one of those Hollywood guys, and he's just going to keep bouncing around. I'm waiting for him to do his thin movie again because you know it's going to be coming Oh, totally. Eventually. He's on like a Christian Bale level talent-wise, I feel. I kind of enjoy him uh, maybe a little bit more lately than Christian Bale because I feel like Christian Bale's going the George Clooney route of making like old dude movies at this point. Old dude stuff that I don't want to watch, like that Catch-22. Like, I don't want to watch that. Huh. Well, you don't agree? Your, I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't know that I see Christian Bale doing that, but well, maybe I mean, doing Ford versus Ferrari and stuff. I mean, it's yeah, but I mean, maybe he just really thinks mo- it's a good movie. It's like, hey, Matt Damon. He did in a Batman. Movie, yeah, he did do Batman, and he was more popular back then too. Now oh, it's boy. like doing movies with Matt Damon. That sounds familiar. It's like I wonder what his next movie is. Oh, probably gonna have George Clooney. Matt Damon. 
probably Brad Pitt. I'm just saying. You're just a hater no. right now. You're very judgy. The other day I was thinking about this, actually. Like, I've noticed that there's just some group of actors that I feel like they just work together too much. I don't want to see them in a movie together. I had that problem with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood with Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio. And They've nope, never worked together. They just did in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And I felt like I was like looking at DiCaprio and Brad Pitt, and I don't can't lose myself in their character because I'm just stuck with who they are, and then I'm just watching the movie star show. Huh. I would like for um, Jennifer Lawrence and Bradley Cooper to never be oh, in another movie together. That's another duo. Or it's maybe like, Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling. Just no, stop, guys. Just stop. It can we're, we're be over now. This this will be another discussion for a future episode. Yeah, that's actually that. that's a good that's a good idea. Repeat characters there. Um, okay, we better move on because. We're running out of time. It's the name of our name of our podcast. It really should be. Um, okay, so if there is a more adventurous actor out there than Tilda Swinton, I am not sure who it could be. Oh, the ancient one herself. <laughs> yeah, so she was barely recognizable as that weird. I don't even know, like Margaret Thatchery, like matriarch. I don't think in you have to Snowpiercer. use the, I don't think you have to use the word weird with Tilda Swinton. I think it's just implied. <laughs> just implied. So also, so Snowpiercer by Bong Joon Ho, who wait till we talk about his newest yeah. movie. I cannot wait till wait we, till we talk one. about Parasite. Did you see it? I did. <gasps> oh, I'm so excited. We will get into it. Oh, uh, I'm so excited. Oh, okay. Anyway, so Snowpiercer is like. Survivors of Earth's second ice age, and they live out their days on this weird luxury train that plows through snow and ice. After and climate change, there's really poor residents, and they live in the squalid caboose, and they're trying to improve their lot by taking over the engine room. So that's the thing. So this role of this, you know, the kind of person in charge of this train was actually written for a man. Um, oh, okay. And then they found Tilda Swinton, and they wanted her for it. And then, but rather than having it rewritten, she just went into it and made it her own. So they rewrote nothing. They even actually still call her Sir and stuff throughout the movie. I, would, I think if I met Tilda Swinton in a movie, I'd be like, Sir, this is what we're doing. And she really was all about the designing of the character. She's like, Oh, I always wanted a nose like that, so we did it. And then I was like, Oh well, I better have some teeth. And they're like, okay, like get her some teeth. And then she's like, how about like weird googly glasses? She's like, and then what what kind of wig that maybe moves around? She's like, and I'd also want like huge breasts. She's like, it was like Halloween basically. Like I just kept picking <laughs> things and they let her have it. And she looks worked. It worked out for her. Oh, it, it looks totally fantastic worked. in that movie. Also, how about Grand Budapest Hotel? She's transformed into an 84-year-old woman. I love that movie, by the way. I love that movie, so too. Great. It Such is so great. But she looks fantastic because that's like some old person makeup where she really looks like an old person. Because, you know, sometimes it's weird. What? It used to be. Like, they'd make people look old, and you're like, that's not how old people look. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, weird that they figured like they kind that. of figured that out now. It's they like, we did know how to it. make people look old. It looks pretty good. And then her most recent one, um, Suspiria. Do you know how they remade that? Yes. I did not see the remake, but I know um, she did it. Yeah, because she's an old man in it. Well, she's just not the first time she's done that kind like of Like a legit old man. The studio even made up an actor's identity and a fake IMDb page for that actor for the character that she plays. Oh. But it's not a man. It's Tilda. <laughs> and you know... <laughs> Oh, Tilda Swinton. And you know, and on the comic book front, there's two times that she has done those kind of gender swap... Uh, Kind of get lost in roles as well. Uh-huh. She did it with the Ancient One in the Doctor Strange and uh, Endgame. Yeah. Uh, so she did that one. But then in Constantine, the Keanu Reeves movie from 
Like oh, the, wow. The I barely remember that. Yeah, she plays uh, Gabriel, one of the angels, and she has to do an androgynous thing where she's being both male and female at the same time. So, and she's kind of playing off that thing with like the angelic presence that she's going for with the yeah. thing. And boy, is she off-putting and creepy in that movie. She is so like, she is good definitely a at highlight. being a creep. I mean, <laughs> I mean, a lot of her transformations are in her acting and obviously prosthetics as opposed to any sort of weight gain or loss. But I don't think Tilda Swinton can gain weight. I, no, I don't think it's impossible. I really don't think her body, I feel like the way she's designed, that body's never going to hold you, you fat. Put 20, <laughs> you put 20 pounds on that, her legs will just Can you snap. imagine someone being like, all right, Tilda, you got to gain weight, eat these Twinkies. And she's going to be like, what? <laughs> no. You want me to eat? This a twinkie. Yeah, like she would just be so grossed out. But she is fantastic one. I want an intense off between Tilda Swinton and Werner Herzog. Like, oh my God, the world would explode. Whoa. You just like I got goosebumps That's thinking a, about I it. I want to see that put that scene together on Disney Plus. That's what I want. Right oh my there. gosh. I'm gonna save the rest of my people for a future follow up episode. Why okay. don't you give us one more? Okay, so you know, I'll just go with quick one with uh since it's gonna be coming up with Robert De Niro. We all see with the Irishman how they're de-aging him, Pacino, and Joe Pesci. Yeah, but that, that's Scor- just like in Martin Scorsese's CGI, mind, there have not been any new actors since 1974. <laughs> so, you know, we're going to get to see that. But he's actually had two big transformations right off the top of my head that I can think of. There was, of course, Raging Bull, where he had to put... Uh, Oh, that's right. He gets huge at the end. Yeah. Well, he get, and they did that in reverse order. So he had to go from being oh, fat. He started to get, fat. Yeah, he get, started fat and then had to lose seventy pounds to become skinny. And he lost seventy pounds. Yeah, that's how much Holy the weight difference cow. was. But he also had to gain all that muscle. Mm-hmm. Well, because yeah, because he had to look just like Jake LaMotta, who was wow. a middleweight champ, and again fit perfectly into it. And he had that nose. <laughs> that I did note. not like that nose. Very distracting to me. So, such a good movie. If you haven't seen Raging Bull, what are you doing, people? But, like, his transformation there is legendary. But that's not the only one. He also, uh, when he did Cape Fear with Nick Nolte. Oh, I haven't thought about Cape Fear in so long. It's kind of a problem I don't think a lot of people have. I think but I liked it. It's a very good movie. Oh, yeah. People kind of missed out on it. So, one of the things they had was Nick Nolte is a couple inches taller than Robert De Niro. So, they had to figure out a way to make him physically imposing to a bigger guy. So he actually had to get down to 4% body fat so he could get nice and cut and muscular to come off. He also paid $5,000 to have his teeth filed down to make them more sharp and scary looking. He did that to his real teeth? Oh, yeah. And then after he did that, he paid $20,000 to have them fixed. No. So that's the kind of method acting and change that he was um, going for in this. Oh, my God. That's crazy. And if you haven't seen Cape Fear, boy, oh, boy, is that a remake that's worth checking out. Do you know all I ever think of with Cape Fear is the Simpsons episode with Sideshow Bob that's, like, in my head all the time. Who wants to drive through the cactus fields? Yay! No. <laughs> that, you know what? Still better movie is that episode. That is such. That's like my favorite episode of The Simpsons of all time. Such a good episode. I mean, that the rakes, the rake scene. I still to this day can't help but crack it up. We love Simpsons so much. Why don't we do a Simpsons episode someday? No, no, want to listen. People are like, are people still watching that show? And Jacob and I are like, we're just still watching the old seasons over and over yeah, and over. It's, it's fine. People, they're all free. You can check them out. Oh. Uh, you know what else is got a bunch of free stuff? What? Your local library. What? We have 37 <laughs> branches all over Erie County. Stop on by. Tell them, hey, we heard something on All Booked Up. Do you guys have it? And like, you bet we got it somewhere for you. <laughs> um, so to stop on by, pick it up. We also have a bookmobile that's going around. 
just check out our website, www.buffalolib.org. Find out where it's going to be. Go get it. Take advantage of your online library catalog with Overdrive and all that good stuff. Yeah. Also, you can follow us on Twitter at AllBookedUpPod. I'm going to post some pictures of Charlize Theron as Megyn Kelly. We'll do some Tilda ones. We'll put out some of our favorites. You can check them out. Yeah. You're going to be seeing a whole bunch of transformations this week, folks. Okay. Let's see what kind of... (laughs) Looking up facts about people and body transformations were all super depressing. It turns out the world... Everyone hates how they look. That was like all I learned. It sounds about right. So I have some sad, some interesting, but approximately 91% of women are unhappy with their bodies and resort to dieting to achieve their ideal body shape. 91% is a terrible number. Yeah, you should never be 91% on pretty much anything. No, and unfortunately, only 5% of women naturally possess the body type that is often portrayed by Americans in the media. So that, like, you know, Victoria's Secret body that you're seeing, like, it's okay you don't look like that. You're not supposed to. It's not how we're designed. They're, like, getting paid to do all that work and to not eat food. Go easier on yourselves. Um, Also, did you know that people can accurately judge your personality from a photo? Really? Yeah, yeah. So the study that I'm talking about showed photos of 123 undergrads at the University of Texas, Austin, in two poses. One where they were told to face the camera with a neutral expression and one in which they could pose however they wanted. And then strangers were asked to judge them on certain aspects of their personality. Hmm. And no matter what position they took, viewers were surprisingly accurate. So while some people were better at judging someone's like extroversion, I see that. Yeah, right? that sounds right. Thank you. We'll go with that. Self-esteem, their religion, agree, uh, agreeableness, and conscientiousness. Um, when they were spontaneous, they could also judge the first three traits uh, when they were posed. Mm. So yeah, you can look at someone and actually get a pretty good idea of who they are, which is crazy. Yeah, well, you can't good. judge a book by its cover. <laughs> unfortunately, I mean that's why the old adage is true. That's I mean, it still works, unfortunately. And now this, your height could reveal your risk of certain diseases. Oh no, I don't like that at all. So some studies suggest that taller people have a lower risk of cardiovascular diseases, oh. while shorter people may have lower rates of cancer. Really? Like well, what? All right, so just keep my heart in check and I'll be good to go. All right, that's good to know. Super crazy. And then in this last one, because let's just end it in something depressing. In a survey, more than 40% of women and about 20% of men agreed that they would consider cosmetic surgery in their future. And this statistics remains relatively constant across gender, age, marital status, race. We are all dissatisfied with something. We really need to break that or just be like Tilda Swinton. Just put stuff on your face and make it look the way you want. So everybody on that note, enjoy all that (laughs) pumpkin pie and turkey this weekend. Don't forget to get that second toast of mashed potatoes and gravy. I will be eating all of the pie, but for real, have a great Thanksgiving. Thanks for joining us and we will catch you next time. Bye.